The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Dear Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Mary's husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, just two days away from our celebration of Christmas. And you guys are all here. That's amazing. You are the hardcore church people that we are all so grateful for. And some of you are even going to be here on Christmas Eve multiple times. And if you're not here, you'll be at the church wherever you are, if at all possible. If you're traveling, you are the steadfast ones, the people really trying to do 
what God is calling you to do. Joseph was just such a person. If we project him into our St. George's reality this morning as we prepare for Christmas, he would be the one saying, I'll usher, or I'll be a Eucharistic minister, or Jesus will be an acolyte at the 6 p.m. service. <laughs> Joseph was the very model of fidelity. You could count on Joseph. God chose Mary to bring Jesus into the world. That is true. And we rightly focus on her to a large extent when we think of the Holy Family. Mary was truly blessed among women. She had the most important vocation of any person in all of human history, other than Jesus, of course. She literally carried God within her. That's why the Orthodox call her Theotokos, the God-bearer. Mary had a singularly important role to play in bringing God's purposes for humanity into being. And she absolutely could not have done it without Joseph. Just as God chose Mary, God chose Joseph. Joseph is probably the greatest unsung hero in all of scripture. Mary needed protection and support. She was young and vulnerable and powerless. And as a devout and righteous man, Joseph was required by Jewish law to divorce her when he found out that she was pregnant. But he was planning to do it in the quietest way possible because he had no desire to subject her to public shaming. So he went to sleep that night with a very heavy heart, I imagine, as he resolved to do what he thought he was called to do, what the right thing to do was. But in addition to wanting to do the right thing according to the law, Joseph was also open to the work of the Spirit, to God's Spirit in his life. He could have stuck to his plan, but he trusted what the angel told him in the dream. He believed that God really does speak to people. The angel told him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife. And Joseph completely changed course when he woke up from the dream. He trusted his own experience. He trusted God. And what God was calling him to do absolutely defied social convention and was completely out of the ordinary. That is very often how God works in our lives. God often wants us to do the hard thing, the sacrificial thing, the unexpected thing, the thing we do not understand. I feel certain that Joseph often wondered what was going on as he lived life with Mary and Jesus. He wondered, I'm sure, what in the world he had become a part of. But he trusted. He trusted God. And things were revealed to him step by step. An angel appeared to him and told him to change his mind about Mary and Mary. And then later, an angel appeared to him and told him, to take Mary and Joseph back to Nazareth by another road after Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, 
so that he wouldn't risk Jesus being killed by Herod when Herod was having all of the male Hebrew babies killed. And I'm sure Joseph wondered what was going to become of this young child as he watched him grow and taught him to do carpentry and showed him what it meant to be righteous, what it looked like to be faithful and to trust God with all his heart. Joseph had a profound impact on Jesus. He shaped him in very important ways. And most importantly, most importantly by the example that he set for him every day. We know from scripture that Mary's, Mary was with Jesus throughout his life. She was there at the cross. She was a leader in the early church. But there's no mention of Joseph after Jesus' childhood. Tradition holds that Joseph was much older and died before Jesus reached maturity. And that speaks to Joseph's trust even more deeply. He didn't live to see the validation of everything that the angel told him, that it was actually true. He wasn't alive when Jesus began his ministry at age 30. He wasn't there to hear Jesus' powerful preaching. He wasn't there to see him heal the sick and proclaim good news to the poor. He wasn't there in the flesh, but he was most certainly there in the spirit. I'm sure Jesus remembered Joseph's example of steadfastness as he stood before Pontius Pilate at his trial. I'm sure he remembered Joseph's strength and resolve to do what he thought God was calling him to do. I'm sure he remembered that Joseph had taught him that the right thing to do is often the hard thing to do, the sacrificial thing to do. God chose Joseph just as surely as he chose Mary to nurture and to teach and to protect Jesus as he was growing up. And when he died, Joseph had still not seen the fruition of all that God was doing through Jesus. And yet he trusted. He trusted. He trusted God's purposes were being worked out and would continue to be worked out long after his death. Joseph's witness is an excellent reminder for all of us this morning. His life reminds us to trust, even when it's hard to trust. He reminds us that we don't always get to see the fruits of our labor, the results of our hard work. He teaches us to do what God is calling us to do, and that God is with us every step of the way. And Joseph reminds us that the role we play in other people's lives is so very important, whether we can see it or not. Modeling fidelity, being steadfast, and providing a good example for others. Every person is important in our family ecosystems and in our societal ecosystem, and especially, especially our leaders. As we think about the historic events in our country this past week, we are reminded of the quality that, qualities that we need in our leaders. We need leaders who respect 
other people. We need leaders who seek the common good. We need leaders who have a moral compass. We used to take these qualities, these attributes for granted, but we realize now that we can no longer do that. As painful as the last week has been and will be for going for a little while into the future, we know how important it is as we do go forth to be intentional about making sure our leaders embody these qualities. And this is true in every aspect of our society, from government to schools, churches, all of the various organizations that we're a part of. That it's important to remember to be steadfast and faithful in our relationships. It's a commitment that each of us has to make every single day of our lives to do the right thing and to look for God's guidance to see what that right thing is. Joseph did this every day of his life, and he reminds us of those timeless and enduring qualities that we seek in others and those qualities that we strive to develop in ourselves with God's help. Mary's husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. <laughs>